Hello and welcome to another episode of Metasite Kicks. My name is Liv. This is M. M, do you want to say hi or do you have a fun fact ready for us in the depths of your brain? I saw my astral self last night. Yeah? Yeah. Was she doing the funky chicken? No. Unfortunate. <laughs> <clears throat> That's cool. I would ask you to expand upon that, but you're in luck because I'm going to ask you to in like a couple minutes from now because today we're covering astral projection. If you guys are new to the podcast... We are your meta sidekicks, your sidekicks to all things metaphysical, paranormal, and in between. Because as psychic mediums, we say so. Why not? And if you guys are interested in learning more, check out our YouTube channel where there's a whole bunch of other fun videos and things that you guys can watch and learn if this podcast tickles your ear hole holes. But like I said, today we're covering astral projection because Em has been mentioning astral projecting. I don't know, here and there. I would I, I wrote your astral projecting journey here and there, and y'all have been having some burning questions about it. Sharing your thoughts and experiences on astral projection and the dreams you now feel may have been more than just that. So I know, um, you've informed me that you believe my soul leaves my body while I'm conscious and asleep, but personally, I'm very skeptical of this, which we've talked about a little bit in other podcasts. And I feel like I need to have more tangible proof of my alleged astral travel because honestly, astral- Like the tangible proof of you waking me up at 3 a.m.? I don't believe it's proof though. I feel like it's just the fact that I told you and your brain's like, I'm going to wake up at 3 a.m. because Liv, it's in my brain. I was sitting upright when I woke up. Okay. I was asleep okay. sitting upright and you woke me up. I don't, I don't remember you it think, though. I, I mean, I know. So I don't. But you told me, prove it by waking me up at 3 a.m. But I if I say that to you uh -huh. and then it happens, your subconscious brain. I don't wake up could do sitting that. straight up in bed though. It just, it boggles my mind. So because of that, <laughs> in an attempt to understand the whole idea of astral travel better, I've taken the time to research some of it. And I hope that between what I've read and your personal experiences, M, we can get a better idea of what happens when our soul momentarily leaves our body. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So I have questions for you. Mm -hmm. How would you define astral travel? Your soul leaves your body and you go and fuck around. <laughs> when you say, quote, fuck around, where in space and time do you believe that it can fuck around? Everywhere and nowhere. Okay. Do you have a better explanation than that? Oh, really? <laughs> okay. No, that's fine. The astral plane. Okay. No, that makes sense. I, I know <laughs> Everywhere you, and nowhere. I know you've said this to me, but I just, everyone on YouTube and podcasts have just been asking like, well, you guys have to cover astral projection. So for everyone that's new and hasn't heard us talk sequentially about it or haphazardly in other videos, podcasts, I just want to talk about it. So for me personally, I think or thought astral projecting is just when your soul momentarily leaves your body and you're able to like, your soul is, 
able to traverse the physical world, just the physical world, not the spiritual, not the astral, because I didn't know that was like a thing necessarily. I thought it was just like you wake up one night, you walk down the street, your soul leaves your body and you're like, I'm going to go prank my friend who I know I can walk to their house and get back to my body at 3 a.m. safely. I know, but I can't walk to your house though. I'd have to drive. Not when you're in the astral. But the astral is separate from the physical world. What are you talking about? You said that you could only transverse the physical realm. And you woke me up as a prank at 3 a.m. But if I did that, my soul would have to drive a proverbial car to get to your house because I can't just walk there. Why can't you just wake up there? That's the things that I don't understand and boggle my mind, which is why we're talking about it. Just say. That was just my idea of it. Like your body, your soul leaves your body and you're able to do things in the... Like there's speculation. And you have to be in the same room as your body? Yeah. Because you have to Dude, they start don't e- from somewhere. They don't even do that in Avatar The Last Airbender. He like gets shot into somewhere else. <laughs> in the physical world or in the astral world in Avatar? Both. Yeah, it's just weird to me. I, I've only heard people's stories about it. And there's like speculations like, like when people are in comas, it's actually, it could be that their soul has left their body and they like can't get back to it because they've wandered far too far away. It's like, where's the GPS on my soul? How do I figure out where my body is? That type of thing. But that's a, that's an entirely different podcast for a different day. But that's why I have the idea that I do of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying. I guess. <laughs> Anyways, that before I define it, that is what my idea of it was before I did research. Got you. So for you, Em, what are some of your personal experiences astral projecting? What are my experiences? Yeah. Share with the class. Well, what we've figured out is there's certain like astral beings that help us walk through the astral plane. And wait, when you say we, what do you mean? Me and Riker. Okay. Who is? My boyfriend. Okay. Okay. So there are different like spiritual beings that can help you walk through the astral realm and get back to your body safely. So we have figured out that there is like four different types of animals that help you get back from certain spaces in the astral. So I forget all of them, but I think it's a snake, a butterfly, and a bird are the first three. And the one that we have are cats. Okay. So each one of the animals have different adaptations specific to the animal that helps in whatever realm you are astral projecting to. So for example, a cat has a extraordinary ability to know which way is up and which way is down, which is why they are more likely to orient themselves from falling and land on their feet. With that in mind, people that astral project that have astral cats are usually people that are going to places that are very weird, that are outside of this, like, idea of physicality, idea of rules. Because in order to get out of these, like, in-between sort of realms of existence or places of existence, you need to know which way is up. So if you have a cat leading you out, you're more likely to not get stuck there. Got it. But each of the other animals that we've figured out help people astral project and there's more than just these have different levels of uh adaptations to help you in specific realms so it's like if you're in a video game 
each animal is like a higher level of difficulty. So it's harder to get out of a place where you don't know which direction is up. So cats are a higher level than like butterflies because I've had people tell me that they've followed the butterflies out of the astral realm. Or I've had people talk about birds and birds have the ability to fly in the sky. They fly higher than butterflies. So they have the ability to go into higher vibrational realms. Mm-hmm. So these animal spirit guide astral projection things help them to walk through the astral. But my specific experiences with it, first off with this weird astral cat, I have a cat that looks exactly like my astral cat. They are like a tortie, but they're like brown. So I would see this cat just randomly around my house and I would think that it's my cat and I would go and like investigate because they would like go in my cabinets and things like that. And I would go and open the cabinet and the cat wouldn't be there even though I had just saw them like go into this space. And when I was trying to actually astral project, like while conscious, awake, not during my sleep, because a lot of times I don't remember it during my sleep. Um, I remember walking back to my body. I was in the basement and I could see my astral cat at my feet, but I was sitting in a chair, astral projecting. Your astral self was sitting in the chair? I was sitting in a chair physically, and my astral projected self was standing over me with my cat at my feet. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. That's and cool. then I went back into my body and saw my astral cat in the crawl space behind me. Huh. Is that recently? No. Oh, okay. A couple months ago. Why? <laughs> I'm just wondering. That's cool. Very interesting. Yeah. So what would snakes help you with when you go into a dimension where you don't need arms and legs? Well, snakes have the uh, ability to be like sly, sneaky, because they can fit into a lot of different spaces. Mm. So they slither into your dms if you will interesting okay. so it's a uh, getting in between certain things okay that makes sense that's interesting mm-hmm. <clears throat> most dope for me specifically the only time i've mentioned or thought that i was actual projecting was during one of our early podcasts where i had the sleep paralysis dream with the yellow-eyed demon lady mm-hmm. where i woke up in my dream Still, but I thought I was awake because I had this, the short version of it is I was in my room as a child in my bed. And when I woke up, this scary ethereal being was like, you can't move. No one's going to hear your screams. And obviously with sleep paralysis in my dream, couldn't move, couldn't scream, very scared. And I was like, oh, in my dream, this is a dream. I need to wake up. So I did. And I thought I was in my house because I got out of bed and started walking down the hallway and was calling out to my mom, who was literally directly on the other side of the hallway to wake her up to tell her I had a bad dream, but no one was answering me. So then I started panicking in that dream and was like, oh gosh, I still haven't woken up yet. So then I consciously made the decision in the second dream, the like dream inception that I needed to wake up. And then I was finally in my bed and I was like shaking and sweaty and all this horrible stuff as a child. So I was like, "Hmm, maybe that was actual projecting. But now I'm not sure after the research I've done because it's just so crazy. It's it's literally like idea inception. Yeah, because most of the time when you astral project, I feel like you don't remember it because we like to say when you're a soul, you can like 
step out of the stream of time so you're not dictated by the linear idea of it. So when you astral project, it could be like three seconds physically, but in the astral realm, it can be like three days. But because it's so insignificant in the physical realm, a lot of times you don't remember it. So I will have dreams about my astral projection moments. Okay. And when you say we, just so everyone knows, it's you and your boyfriend. Those are the ideas that you guys have had. I guess. Okay, cool. So I wanted to ask you specifically, how do you think that I astral project? Because you've told me this and I just like how. Yeah. Like I don't you leave your body. Well, no, not like the, <laughs> you have an like, astral cat. They're white. <laughs> yeah, your perception of me astral projecting to you. What is how does that happen? Cuz I don't know about I it. I see you as a spirit, the white cat. Your astral self is a what is the word I like to use? A sarcastic asshole. Okay. So like what is it that I say to you? I just want to know. You uh, a lot of times you come in and you make some like weird dad joke and then just leave. I just vaporize myself. Well, then you do stuff that I'm not aware of because you're in the astral and I'm not allowed to know what you're doing. Okay. Like, well, I don't know what you're asking me. I just <laughs> like wanna... you look how you normally do. You just are obviously physically not there. So, Your astral self is there. So you'll just be at my house and then you'll see me pop up somewhere. With yeah. my astral cat. And you tell mm-hmm. a joke and you have a white cat. And then I leave. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to know. I didn't know if I was like, hey, did you know what's funnier than 24? Okay. That's probably actually what I. <laughs> it, yeah. You told me about oranges before the orange joke. Yeah. Like knock, knock. Okay. You're not going to play along. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you were going to do the whole thing. Who's there? Orange. Orange, you glad I didn't say banana. Isn't that one? Or is it orange, you glad I didn't say apple? I don't know. You made some other joke about it, but it was that joke mm. with a twist. Interesting. Cool. I just, I wanted to know. Yeah, I don't know, dude. During one of our last lives, I thought you were looking at someone, like a spiritual being or something. You're like, actually, you don't know. It could be your astral self. And I'm like, am I astral projecting to you right now? I just, I don't get it. Well, you told me that there was a white cat in my house when I went on vacation. And then I told you that I've been seeing cats forever. And then... You told me that the cats were our astral projected things that lead us back to our bodies. That's so weird. I don't remember that. You told me that. Interesting. That's the reason why we know we have astral cats is because you said so. Very, very odd. I don't remember that. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I would like to think that I had an ast- a white cat, though. Although I do wish that it you was You saw orange. it. Well, I wish it was orange, though. I feel like if I had an astral cat, I wish it was orange because orange cat vibes. Anyways, thank you for sharing. So we've also gotten some questions on our YouTube channel that I wanted to talk about too. The first one is from Mr. Morningstar519. And his question or their question is, is it possible to astral project while still functioning doing daily activities? I find myself falling deep into thought with mental images and all while still maintaining the current activity at hand. Meaning I'm sort of half in my mind, half focused consciously. Yes, you can. You wouldn't call it just daydreaming? No. no? There's, a, there's a difference. Okay. What's the difference? Um, It's kind of like where you get shocked back into your body and you feel like you don't know where you are. It's kind of like you feel like you like almost like lost time where you zone out that far. I feel like I do that when I'm driving though. I think there's a name for it. 
when you go like on autopilot and you'll drive from one place to the other and once you get to your destination you're like hmm, i don't remember actually consciously driving yeah it's still a little bit different okay it's literally like and it's like not like minutes it's like a second where you feel like you don't remember anything interesting mm-hmm. okay cool I'm excited because, again, I'm very skeptical of this and I appreciate your just talking about it from your standpoint. It makes me excited. It's what the people want. Okay, so the next question is from Ariana Inc. 100. And Ariana wrote a lot of things explaining a lot of other stuff and it was very, very cool. But for, you know, the sake of simplicity, the main meat and potato of their question was, would you guys consider astral projection the same as dreamwalking? I feel like astral projection and dreamwalking, I feel like they're different mm-hmm. because of the plane of existence you're in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because this is not the same thing. It's a slightly different, but I talked to a shaman in spirit the other day and they told me about like, I think it's called like a shamanic journey where you kind of like leave your body and like go do things in these three sort of realms that they talk about. And he told me that the three realms are the three realms of human consciousness. Okay. So I feel like dreamwalking is a little bit different kinds of that. That's how I wanted to answer the question too. And I was going to type it out to Ariana on YouTube, but I wanted to talk to you first and make the podcast and be like, huh, we'll just see where it goes. Cause Again, I had not researched astral projecting until now. I feel like I also feel that way still, and I'll get into why. But honestly, depending on how you perceive and, like, understand the information that I'm going to tell you and make your own conclusions, you could split hairs when it comes to that. It really just comes down to, like, splitting hairs of is dreamwalking the same as astral projection? But Well, they're telling me why it's not. Okay. Um, They say that human consciousness is the collective of all of us dreaming at once. So you're not technically leaving your body. You're still in the dream realm. So the people that have the ability to dream walk have more of a acceptance that they are connected to everyone else's dream clouds. Mm -hmm. No, it makes sense. It, it, It just, it does. It comes down to like splitting hairs and opinions, but that's how I wanted to answer it too. And then I started researching astral travel and I was like, I don't know anymore. Everything's a lie. But then I kind of have a tangent in the notes that I made to just thinking aloud that we'll talk about. So that is what Emma and I think in perceive astral projection and travel to be and our experiences. But according to dictionary.com, astral projection can be defined as a supernatural phenomena in which a person's astral body is said to separate from the physical body and travel to or in a different plane of existence, which seems about correct. Now, let's pay attention, though, specifically to the part of the definition that says a phenomena in which a person's astral body is said to separate from the physical body. So that's one of the most important things here to pick out because astral projection, a.k.a. astral travel, is a term used in esotericism to describe an intentional out-of-body experience. And people that talk about astral projection simplify this to an OBE, out-of-body experience. 
Now, this assumes the existence of something called a subtle body, which is also the astral body. Some people call it a body of light, depending on the source you're reading. It's also assumed that given this subtle body or astral body, a person's consciousness can function separately from their physical body and travel through the astral plane. Now, as a medium, I understand that there is separation between a living being's physical body and their soul. But for me, thinking that a person can separate these things without actually being dead is a lot for me to handle at the moment. (laughs) You're not separating your soul from your body. How so? You're still tied to it. How so? With the little string that's attached to your body. I described to that to you before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. You have to describe it again. <laughs> I actually have a note about talking about it, too. You can talk about it now, or we can talk about it later. Well, I just talked about <laughs> The there, string? You have, like, a lifeline mm-hmm. to your body. That's not so. the cat, is it? Or the animal? No. The cat is an actual, like, being. Mm-hmm. That is not you. Mm-hmm. It is some guide. The string is you attached to your body. It's like, I don't know, you're in outer space and you have a lifeline to the ship. Where, can you describe the the line? Like, what would it look like? Where is it attached to you? How far does it go? Do you have to be worried about stepping on it? No. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. Well, you, there's a line. So is it, is it like a fishing line, like on your toe? Is it like Hansel and Gretel with like breadcrumbs? It's just a way of explaining why you're not detached from your body. Okay, so it's not something that you... You can see it, but you don't need to see it. I don't know how to explain it. It's like you can see a spirit guide as a rock or you can see him as a human. It's just your way of understanding what's going on. You're still tethered to your body. Okay. When you die, you're not tethered to it. So the string helps me understand you're tethered to your body like a ship and a person in space. Okay, but it doesn't help you find your way back to your body. It just keeps you spiritually, energetically tied to your physical existence. No, it can bring you back to your body or help you. Okay, how? (laughs) I feel like you're thinking about it in a very physical way, which I think is funny. Yeah. I know that's why I'm excited to do this podcast because we think about these things so differently. So I'm excited. Well, you already, you know where your body is. Okay. Why can't you go back to it? That's the tie. You're knowing that you have a physical body still? I don't know how to explain it to you. Okay, that's all right. We can bring it up later because I'm going to talk about it more and then maybe it'll help you be able to clarify your understanding of it because I don't have any understanding of it. So I'm just excited to learn about it. I understand what's happening, but it's confusing to me why you don't know. (laughs) Well, because I don't believe I astral project. Astral projection is like a astronomically large idea for me to contemplate so for someone that does astral project i it's i want to like know i'm like gotta see it gotta feel it gotta know it like the map you know from spongebob and i just it's i don't why did you believe that you astral projected prior to this conversation in the dream yeah because my idea of astral projecting before doing research is that you can only astral project in the physical world so if my soul, but your spirit guides told you that you were astral projecting, doesn't mean that I believe everything my spirit guides say. If I believed everything, yeah, my but you were more guides... open to that then than you are now. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, so a lot of things have changed in the last three years. So I don't know. I'm just more skeptical about it because now you're like I'm learning that astral projection could be to different realms. So I'm like, okay, well, if I was dreaming 
was I actually actual projecting or was I just dreaming? But we're, we're going to get to it. I'll talk more about it. So let's talk about a brief history of astral travel, just for all of the people out there that may not know. The idea of astral travel has been around since ancient times and can be found in various cultures, such as Egyptian, Amazonian, Inuit, Hindu teachings, Japanese mythology, Taoist alchemical practices, Judaic and Christian interpretations, and in Western esoteric ideas. So if you lovely listeners are interested in me covering one of these specific cultures and their ideas on astral projection, let me know in the comments below if you're listening on our Metapsychics Extras channel or by emailing us your ideas using the link in the show notes. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So what is the astral plane? So we've talked about how astral projecting is the idea that you have a subtle body, which is an energetic difference from your physical body. That subtle body leaves your body and you're able to travel around what is known as the astral plane. So that's what I learned about. What is the astral plane? I did read a little bit about some cultures' ideas on astral projection and found that some believe your subtle body or astral body is able to travel around only the physical world, while others believe it can traverse the spiritual realms, and some believe that your astral body can travel in and around both. So you can be both walking around the physical world and the astral plane, but some believe either only one or the other. It depends on the culture and the, the religion. So I think learning this, that is why I felt that astral travel was limited to the physical world because my perception was that your soul leaves your body and you can only go so far, like I said, to like scare your friend when they're sleeping at their house because you can walk there. Now, if we're able to separate our body's consciousness from our physical bodies and then walk around the physical and spiritual realms, then hot damn, (laughs) that may explain the dream that I was having, but If you think about our explanation of the dreamscape or the subconscious and creative conscious from our manifesting things into existence and dragons podcast, then I would like to believe that dreaming and lucid dreaming would not fall under the same category as astral projection because your soul's consciousness has not left your physical body, but is interacting instead with the energetic space still within your mind and body's essence or the energetic sphere connected to your consciousness and physical body still. So you're very close to the bounds of the spiritual realm, yet they're like the cul-de-sac of safety, if you will. Your creative consciousness and your subconscious, which would be where you can dream. While writing this, my spirit guides explain the same thing that yours did. Like astral projection is different than dream rocking because astral projection would be outside of that conscious thing that you were talking about that we understand as like the dreaming thing that's connected to physicality. Mm-hmm. That was just my rant of rationalization. So your dreamscape and your creative consciousness would not exist if it weren't for your physical body, but the spiritual realm would exist regardless of your physical body's existence. That's like the separation between dreamwalking and astral projecting. That's like what you explained. Mm -hmm. I'm glad we're on the same page with that at least. Makes me feel less crazy. Now, another question that we got, which is kind of related since we're talking about 
consciousness, subconsciousness, your brain, your body, your soul, things like that. A question we've gotten is, is the soul our consciousness? Because last week we talked about eating brains from our Geomancy podcast. And I've had a couple questions on YouTube where people have asked, is your soul your consciousness? Like, what is the split between those things? Everything is consciousness. Explain. (laughs) Please. I believe that consciousness is energy. Mm Mm-hmm. Everything is consciousness, but it is different kinds of consciousness based on energy levels or frequencies. It's like we are God's dream. Okay. So do you think that consciousness exists only within physicality or do you think that it's separated from physical things? I think physicality is consciousness. I think this table is consciousness i think the house is consciousness i think your consciousness your body's consciousness spirits are consciousness everything is consciousness okay i get what separation is an illusion consciousness is energy which is why your soul can separate from your physical body but if your body is consciousness then would i mean that's just like splitting hairs again you're separating from human consciousness that is astral projection You're moving your human physical consciousness to a higher realm of consciousness, a higher vibrational space called the astral, which is a different kind of consciousness. Okay, so there's different levels of consciousness. Yeah, because I just... Physicality is not really physicality. It's just energy. Okay, so what you're saying is that the physical aspects of our world... The energy that creates physicality is the consciousness of God. However, our consciousness as a soul, separate from our body, is also a part of the consciousness of God, but it is separate from the consciousness of physicality. Separation is an illusion. Energy has different frequencies. Our consciousness as a human being is a higher frequency than a desk or a physical object. Yeah. So when you astral project, you are changing your frequency or energy level to go into the astral consciousness. Yeah. I'm just trying to answer the question of, is the soul our consciousness? And I, I don't know. Say, what do you think? Yes. Because I think everything is consciousness. Yes. But okay. on a much more watered down level, the answer to the question would be yes. Okay. 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 Great. Cool. <laughs> Given everything that we've said so far, if you're still listening, the answer is yes. All right. So this is where we get into what we were talking about with the tie of like the, the, the line that keeps your body connected to your soul when you astral project. And I have called it silver threads because you'll know in a second. So M you've mentioned a silver thread and your idea like has your how did you figure out about silver threads was it something that you've learned from astral projecting or the line that connects you from your body to your soul or is it something that you've learned like pop culture wise from a reference in a cartoon or My from spirit reading? guides told me okay. is that what you're asking yeah i just want to yeah. know where you learned it from that's all yeah my spirit guides told me it's like you have a barn all a ball of yarn inside of your like essence soul whatever and the farther you get away you get from your body the thinner the 
threat is. Is the threat actually there? Yes and no. Okay. <laughs> You've just imprinted onto your body. You haven't passed from your body. You're still tied to it. You're tethered to it. So that's why you're able to go back to it. Is that kind of like in um, Hercules where the fates are snipping threads for people? I've never watched Hercules, so I don't know. Okay, well, in the Disney movie Hercules, the fates, past, present, future, are in the underworld with uh, Hades. And he's talking to people, and they're, like, sitting there snipping people's threads. And every time they snip a thread, you hear, like, ah, because someone dies. I guess then. Okay, I'm just trying to, like, understand it. Yeah. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. So I wanted to know uh, where you got your idea of silver threads because I know you, we can equate a lot of things to like pop culture references because a lot of these ideas are also jimmied into things that we watch and see. So I just didn't know if it was like your idea or if you got it from your spirit guides from like astral projection itself. I just wanted to know. I'm, I'm excited yeah. about it. Nope. Just my spirit guides told me because I never watched Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, According to other ideas, these silver threads or this ball of yarn, whatever it is, the the thread that ties your physicalness to your spiritualness has been referenced in other types of literature, specifically like mysticism, esoteric, and also like the Jew, Jewish and Christian interpretations of religious texts. Specifically, the final chapter of the book of Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes is often cited by proponents of astral projection in respect to the following quote, which is quote, before the silver cord could be loosened or the golden bowl be broken or the pitcher be shattered at the fountain or the wheel be broken at the cistern. Although skeptics say that this silver cord is merely a metaphor for comparing the human body to a machine and equating the silver cord to a spine. But Proponents of astral projection use this quote from religious text to equate it to astral projection of like, before things can happen, this is what tethers you to everything and is used in astral projection. And I just thought that was cool. I was like, Emma's talked about this and they're talking about it too. <laughs> yeah. So now that we've explained, you know, silver threads, your subtle body, what is the idea of the astral plane and a little bit of history of where these ideas come from. Let's talk about planes of astral existence themselves. So the astral plane, aka the astral realm or astral world, is a plane of existence postulated by various cultures. It can be summarized as a world of celestial spheres whereby the soul, as a non-physical being or astral body, can cross on its way to being born into the physical world or dying from. The celestial spheres are generally believed to be inhabited by other spiritual or celestial beings, such as angels or other spirits, and it's noted as being the planes of angelic existence between earth and heaven. However, other beliefs attribute the astral plane not as a boundary between earth and heaven, but as the whole of spiritual existence itself described as a place where spirits go to live out their non-physical existences, some denoting the singular astral world as heaven, paradise, or union with God themselves. But others do not. So what do you think? What do I think about what in specific? Do you think that the astral plane is different spheres or levels of a place? Or do you think it's all just heaven, spirit, 
oneness. Well, I think that astral plane is like a layer on top of everything else. You have to be more specific. Um, when you're in school and they have like a projector screen and they have like math problems and then they put another transparent piece of paper on top of the math problems that have the answers. That's mm-hmm. the astral plane. It's similar to how you can see spirits here because we're not separated. We're just on different like dimensions. Okay. So you think that it's not necessarily the boundary between earth and heaven, but it is. It's a layer in the dimensions. Okay. Because some people see it as layers. And this layer is like a boundary itself between heaven and physical existence. And then other people don't think that it's layers. It's just you're in physical existence or you're in the astral and that's it. Separation is an illusion. (laughs) Okay. So in essence, celestial spheres was a concept created by great Greek and Roman philosophers such as Plato and Aristotle who believed in the four celestial elements, which are fire, water, earth, and air. But they also believed in a fifth ethereal element, which they dubbed quintessence. This quintessence was what early philosophers believed the stars were composed of. So in the astral mysticism teachings of the classical world, the human psyche was composed of the same material, Thus, why it is believed the stars hold influence on human affairs. Isn't that cute? Yeah, very cute. So they're like, the astral is made out of this quintessence, and your soul or your brain is made out of quintessence. So they have, I don't know, influence on one another. And I wanted to quote one of, I think his name is Timaeus Procluus. He was one of Plato's commentaries, and he quoted the following. So basically what this Timaeus guy did was he was one of Plato's OG dudes who, like, followed him around and was like, yes, yes, master, this is this is brilliant, awesome, great. And he took all of his ideas and sort of put them in a more condensed and broken-down version. So one of the things that he said about Plato's teachings was a man – is a little world, microscosmos. For just like the whole, he possesses both mind and reason, both a divine and mortal body. He is also divided up according to the universe. It is for this reason, you know, that some are accustomed to say that his consciousness corresponds with the nature of the fixed stars, his reasons in its contemplative aspect with Saturn, and in its social aspect with Jupiter, And as to his irrational part, the passionate nature with Mars, the eloquent with Mercury, the appetitive with Venus, and sensitive with the sun and the vegetative with the moon, which I thought was cool. So he's like, you are the stars, and uh, that's why they affect you, which now, as science has progressed, we understand is true, but also poetic and beautiful all at the same time. Your spirit guides told you that. I know in different podcasts and then Mm. I read this and I was like, oh, it's so cute. Other people had these thoughts too. (laughs) So hence astrology, my dudes, if you've ever had an astrology reading too, or you can look at your astrological chart, the chart actually resembles the classic interpretation of celestial spheres. You want to see a picture? Okay. So this is what celestial spheres looked like in Greek times. Doesn't that look like your astrological chart? Isn't that cool? 
Interesting. If you guys don't know what it looks like, it looks like tree rings, basically. So these ancient Greek and Romans philosophers were like, let's talk about the stars. You're related to the stars. Your soul is created of quintessence, and so is your physical body. And uh, when they made these things, these uh, celestial spheres and how they wrote them out, now when you do your astrological reading, it looks the same. So on to the more skeptical part. We're going to talk about what does the scientific community believe about astral projection because we can talk about all the cool religious beliefs and stuff like that, but we also got to be, I don't know, prudent about what everyone else could believe as well. So according to the scientific community, currently there is no evidence, scientific evidence, that astral projection exists as an objective phenomenon. And those who have studied results and conducted experiments on those who claim to astral travel have less than lackluster impressions on its plausibility, let alone its existence. In 1978, Ingo Swan, who is an American psychic artist, writer, and a part of the project Stargate. Do you guys, do you know what project Stargate was? No. Okay, so it was like a military American government operation, super secret hush hush, where they were trying to study how psychics and mediums and things like that could be used in military operations. Mm, I've seen people on TikTok do that. Yeah. So this guy was a part of Project Stargate, and he attempted to prove his ability to astral project to Jupiter to give scientists observational details of the planet. When fact-checked about what he had observed through his astral projection, he had 37% accuracy with his details. So, scientists deemed his alleged astral observations as unconvincing and unimpressive, concluding that astral travel is, quote, an illusion with a specific person who wrote a book about this, and his name is W. Wiggins. He said that the idea of astral travel should look to neuroanatomy, human belief, imagination, and prior knowledge of individuals who provide unpoetic explanations of their experiences. He was a little harsh. He said other things and they were much meaner. So I was like, hmm, we'll just, we'll, we'll make it nice. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So, did we learn new things about astral travel? I know I did. Whoa. (laughs) I was excited to talk about this with you. Yeah. So, have we answered some of your questions, psychics? Have we not? Let us know in the comments below if you want us to talk about more things like this or have ideas if you're listening on the metapsychics extras channel make sure to put that in the comments and uh, if you're listening on spotify rate the show if you like it if not that's not very nice maybe just listen to something else but if you do let us know and uh we'll see you in the next podcast oh if you have ideas for astral projection like if you have had experiences like m with astral projection please send it in to us using the link in the show notes for your listener stories Submit your listener stories about astral projection, and I can try and make, if we get enough of them, make an entire listener stories episode about astral projection. But until next time, we are your meta star kicks.